Dara, how you doing? How are you, Ernie? How's I'm good, going? I'm good, I'm good. It's good to see you. Good to see you, bro. Thanks for being on the podcast. I know we had a text message where uh, we hoped to plan this and this just came out of nowhere right now. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's it's really good to have you on the podcast. Yeah, so, no, it's uh, a while in the in the making. We were obviously texting about it uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Then Christmas happened and all that stuff, life and all, it gets in the way. But, yeah, here we are, bro. Here we are. Let's, here we are. Let's go. So, there's something that I do want to ask you about. I've actually... When I first actually listened to your podcast, your first ever episode, yeah. and you were going through your lyrics, mm-hmm. I was like, you made me actually look at, like, when you were talking about it, it actually makes you look at life a little differently. I thought from when I was listening, and it puts a whole different perspective and spin on it, because you were talking about how you grew up in the flats in the inner city and all like that. Yeah. And I just wanted to get your take on it. What made you want to, because it, it seems like it's a lot of, reoccurrence in your songs where you just like to talk about kind of like where you yeah. grew up and your background so like is that like just you being like nostalgic or is it just um first of all thanks for listening to the podcast no, yeah that's it, it's mad even even now i'm doing a podcast and you hear people come back and saying they listen to it it's still like mind-blowing that someone actually took the time out of the day to to listen to you do you get me which is what you're doing here as well which is unbelievable but i think yeah in the when you're when you're writing lyrics you kind of write them on the surface almost, but you're kind of halfway on the surface and halfway in your head, kind of. Yeah. But I think there's a deeper uh, place in your head. Yeah. I always call it the, the back the back of your brain, the back of your head, you know that way, where there's all this kind of trauma and all this experience that you've gone through in your life. And I'm, I'm a big believer in um, uh, the things you go through in your childhood can shape how you act throughout the whole, oh, yeah. throughout the whole uh, time of your life. You know, certain situations, certain traumas, trigger points. Why do you get angry at certain things? Why do you get irritated? Why do you get agitated at certain things? So, the lyrics have that rep- repetitive, um, repetitive themes um, of kind of almost just kind of reflection I'd, I'd call it reflection on the flats especially because that's where i would have spent the most time growing up and that's where i would have learned um a lot about how to be like streetwise and stuff like that but as a kid you don't realize that you're learning these things you just kind of go through it and you create certain habits and stuff that you yeah. use to go through day by day that's that's a good way of putting it mm. and th- would you say like you're in the middle of right now making a mixtape yeah, yeah, yeah. just released a song. Yeah, yeah. So, and how do you feel right now about this mixtape? Uh, are you confident in this? I, I, I mean, I'd like to hear, I'd like to know that you're confident in everything you do. Yeah. Because you do a lot of stuff, like... Like, I think, I think, like, most artists, um, confidence is kind of something that people, that artists struggle with because it's, it's a lot, there's a lot of self-doubt and, like, kind of not wanting to be a failure you really want to succeed you really want to impress these people or impress yourself or you really want to kind of overachieve almost um and get to a place where you probably think you don't deserve to be in certain aspects but yeah i'm working on the mixtape about about a year and a half i'd say um each song that i recorded is on the mixtape apart from one which i took off because i just didn't think uh, it fit well with the whole theme of the mixtape mm. so yeah one drop off isn't bad for the first mixtape but um yeah as this it's called memories so i think that kind of shows the whole um memories as in just 
it paints a larger picture. Yeah, on you. yeah. Do you so get what me? this like, mixtape could be about. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. So it's it's all memory. It's all from my memory. Do you get yeah. me? So that's where I'm kind of going with that. It's a simple. It's a simple kind of uh, name for it, with a whole deeper meaning. I'd yeah. say. So, so yeah. Like I'm, I'm confident enough. Like I'm confident that I tried my best with it. Whatever happens after that, I call a bonus. Yeah. So if I finish something. That's sucks, uh, success, success for me, like you know. But anything else after that, any attention it gets, anyone that listens, um, is is a whole bonus because I was selfish enough to to do this thing, and I put the work in, and I'm happy with that right now. So yeah, whatever happens uh, when it comes out is, yeah, it's up to everyone else really. So yeah, and what made you want to do music? What was what was like? What was like your first point where you were like? Okay, this is something that I'm passionate about. Or was it always something there, or did it just become in like your teenage years, or was it just how, how did how did it become about like where you were just like okay, this is something that I enjoy and I want to focus on and I have fun doing. Yeah, um, my first memories of music would be kind of my dad used to uh, love. He still loves love uh, Bob Marley, and and he had like Bob Marley CDs in the house, and all he used to put on like. Uh, Bob Marley songs, and he had like Fifty Cent's "Get Rich or Die Trying." Um, when that film came out, I, I just loved that film. Like that film, Eight Mile, you know what I mean? Yeah. Them kind of films are just class. So I was inspired by that, and uh, I just start, I just start writing little little rhymes, not too serious or anything like that. You know, I was from about the age of eight or nine-ish, and then didn't take it serious. It was just a fun thing for a while. And then there was always music on in the house, whether it be like uh, my ma playing Brown on Mars, uh, Amy Winehouse, literally anything on in the charts. So like, sure, I'm listening to like Justin Bieber and all since he came out first when everyone was like, you know, slating him because he's, you know, a young lad playing, getting all the girls and all, you know, a kid like, and, you know, I don't know whether it's like that small-minded mentality or the, the sheepish mentality of like, Everyone crowds onto the one person because it's like a... Uh, Seems cool or trendy yeah, do you or get something, me? yeah. But I'd I jump on the trend because that's what you do when you're trying to fit in. Yeah. Like, go home and fucking listen to it because I was like, this this kid got famous from YouTube. Yeah. We all have YouTube. We can all upload a video with... Any, like, your mother always had a smartphone or like, someone you yeah. knew had a smartphone. If, if you really wanted to make something of yourself or make a video just so you could do it, it wasn't that hard, you know what I mean? So... That's what I got um, inspired off with that. And then when I got to secondary school, about 13, 14, um, a fella called GMC came into the school. He'd done a rap workshop with us. So a gang of us went into the library and we recorded the song throughout the day. So we wrote it that morning, recorded it in the after lunchtime. And then at the end of the year, every school that worked with Gary got to perform in the national... What was it? A mu- some one of the museums, uh, the National Art Museum, I think it was. Is that the one down by? Down by the doll, kind of at the back of the doll. I think it's. I might be wrong. I think it's no. It's not the National Art Museum. What's it called? Uh, anyway, it slipped my mind. But we got to perform there in a museum, like in this auditorium, like it was loads of seats, a stage, like that was to to get the chance to do that, and I got to do it a few times after that was unreal. So the buzz of performing is like. Unbelievable! You can't describe it when the crowd is like rocking with you and they're feeling your song. 
it's just it's next to nothing like it's unbelievable that feeling it gives you hairs on the back of your neck like even when you think about it yeah. That's what you're constantly chasing is that started towning. So yeah, and then just as I said, just finishing a song is success for me. It makes me feel that satisfaction and then recording it and all the recording process, the fixing the song, the what to put into it, what what you think sounds good, messing with different settings and different frequencies and all that. So yeah, I enjoy the whole process um since a kid and then it just it's just grown ever since. Yeah. And does it ever like get like where have you had a point when you were in this mixtape where you were like, oh shit, this is actually like getting, like, I, I just, uh, for some reason, like, it's just like, you're not getting as much memory, like, like, uh, what's the word for, you're not getting as much ideas coming flowing through your head the way if you're just putting it down on paper and like the way you're just writing lyrics. And has you ever had, you had a point where it was like you hit a brick wall and you were like, ah, shit, I can't really think of anything right now. Yeah, so. And does that get like frustrating with you? I've had writer's block, um, a few right. times, okay. like you go, you could go years. Not, I've never went years, but you could go a year without just not focusing on music, without not even thinking about it. I think my mind is kind of sporadic in that sense, where I'd be like so into football, and then I'd be so into photography, and then I'm like so into music. At one point, I was so into snooker. I was like, I'm gonna fucking put ten thousand hours into snooker. Do you get me? Yeah. So it could be anything with me, like, but. For some reason, I always went back to doing music because it was that buzz you feel from it and just recording songs and all, just the whole thing is just something that I've, I've went back to all the time. So when I was doing the mixtape, uh, when I was recording each song, I wasn't planning on doing a mixtape. I was just making songs. Just and, for your own, yeah, just, your own goodness. Just for my own satisfaction, my own kind of outlet. Yeah. We call it self-therapy, same as podcasting as a form. I use as self-therapy to go through the lyrics and stuff. But as I got through each song, they were just, I just never found the time to put them out. So they never actually got out in the first few weeks or months or whatever. So they just accumulated. And before I knew it, I had like 10 songs. And I was like, shit, like that's a mixtape, do you know what I mean? So I was like, I'm gonna roll it out as a mixtape because it just made sense. And I think the, the way I've put it together and the themes and getting the video done and putting out a few of the songs already, like Memories is out, Giuseppe is out, Still is out, and then there's seven other songs that you, you haven't heard yet that are going to be out um, as, along with that. So it's I'm happy to finally get it out, mm -hmm. but I think I'm trying to already prepare myself for the kind of... Kind of the not the decline, but the come down from the buzz of making the whole mixtape and being the on that journey. rush. Yeah, because it's like I've held on to it for so long. It was like a baby. Do you get me? Like I was yeah. holding it in so much and uh, putting out little teasers and trailers and hints here and there on the Instagram and stuff. So yeah, I think there is that element of like what's going to happen when I put it out. Like, will I? How long will it take me to write another song or move on to another thing? But I'm gonna just put it out, see what the reaction is, the response, and just let myself feel wherever comes. Yeah, and when you're releasing something like that, do you feel like a sense of like vulnerability? Like, do you feel like you're letting people into emotions that you wouldn't necessarily tell people? Because like through your music, it seems like you express a lot of feelings. Like, and you put you as you said the back of your head your memories that and everything that you think of you put into lyrics especially mm. with memories so do you feel with memories there's a lot of emotions in there that you wouldn't necessarily tell anyone or you would just keep to yourself and you feel do you feel like any type of like um like bit of vulnerability like or yeah some sometimes you write a line and you're kind of like is that too much do you get me is that too 
sensitive to me to, to put out there for people to hear with people judging me. But what will they think of me? You know, you know that way? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure I to pass. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, what will people kind of, sometimes I'm like, what will people think of me and stuff? And, um, I think when you're putting, when you're writing down stuff from your own head, a lot more comes out than you think. So when you're writing, um, lyrics, kind of and as I'm doing with the podcast going through the lyrics and actually trying to deep dive into what I actually meant at the time sometimes it's hard because while I'm while I'm kind of exposing me in our thoughts in a way I'm also hiding them thoughts with words mm-hmm. so when we say something in a way that might not seem very technical above the surface but behind that line is like a whole bunch of baggage yeah that just is not people don't know about so even the smallest line the like, people are like people don't understand what you're feeling through that line like yeah like even lyric. for an example like in the song uh young souls that's a uh, track one off the mixtape heard the episode yeah yeah and and it's uh i say deeply missed i miss your face looking at the pics if i had one wish i would call you quick yes and i'm when i wrote that line like i just i kind of sat with it for a minute and just thought about what i was saying Do you get me when i was writing it and I just started missing, like, however I was missing, I kind of missed them that bit more and was thinking that bit more about them and just thinking, Jesus, like, I'd love to just talk to you or something, do you get me? So mm-hmm. then the odd night you'd have a dream about them or something more than a nightmare <laughs> sometimes, you know that way? But you wake up just feeling like you're after speaking to them, do you know that way? Yeah. So there is that vulnerability that you're putting out there when you're talking about yourself. But what I say is, um, am I hurting anyone? No. Am I causing any harm to anyone? No, am I trying to help myself and others if they hear that they might gain some sort of inspiration or insight on how to think from a different perspective? Yes, and am we? Um, we're all gonna die. That's the last one. We're all we're all gonna die. Like, so it's like if you get the urge to do something and you don't do it, you're gonna get to that age and look back and go, "I never. Why didn't I do that? Why didn't I try it?" Yeah. So it's all about trying for me. That's whatever right. comes off comes off whatever doesn't doesn't you just learn and just keep going that's, that's a good way of putting it and with your podcast you are gonna go through your entire mixtape with this you're gonna break down lyrics you're gonna break down every song yeah. and do you feel like this is what you want to use a podcast for or would you extend it to just you having people on it or are you mainly just using it to focus on your music um i was actually so yeah the, the mixtape uh has 10 songs as you said um, and if anyone wants to hear it, it's called Under Wraps. Um, yeah, with, Under Wraps. With myself. So um, I'll be doing that, going through each of the lyrics. So, so there's 10 songs, so I'm going to do the first 10 episodes based on the mixtape. Um, I had a few songs out before that, and we delve into them from a few years ago and try and suss out them because I was a younger age even back then. So I'm kind of, that interests me thinking, Jesus, like if I went back to them, what would I? Like, what did I mean kind of thing. Uh, go through them and we dishevel them words as well, um, them lyrics. But I, I don't know yet. I'm just focusing on the first 10. And then after that, and we um, go into some... I want to tell some stories that I have, um, some um, kind of experiences that I went through as a kid, just, just floating around Dublin, like even going on Lewis journeys. I just gone into town from a young age when your ma didn't know or sneaking around kind of thing. So I want to tell a few stories. I think I have a few bit of funny stuff as well in there that I could tell and then yeah as you said getting people on and we get other artists on other people that have um 
that have music out or that are into kind of expressing themselves in some way and might even get them to try and go through some of the stuff they would have said or if they're writing music, some of the, some of their lyrics, which would be very interesting if if people were open to that, just to kind of broaden the horizon. I was actually talking to somebody about doing that as well, about how how to expand the themes of the podcast or how to keep them going and that's an idea of getting other artists on to express themselves on the podcast to see what where their heads are at really yeah yeah because i think uh what you mentioned there about you being able to uh say basically stories for yourself mm. and just talk about how you grew up and just like some you have interesting stories to talk about i think that's quite important because if you're doing a podcast and then like you obviously have your mixtape you finish your 10 songs, which is 10 episodes. Yeah. And then you're like, where do I go now with it? Yeah. 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 So, like, I think it's a, I think that's a really good way of keeping the podcast going. And then also you have the fact that you want to bring on people as well. Yeah. So I think that's actually really good as well. And do you think that, like, because you've only just started podcasting, mm. and how, how long has, like, you, how long have you felt like you've, has this always, has it been something in, like, a back of your mind that you've, like, ah, I'm, I might start this, or has it, had, did it just, come on you and then you were just like oh shit i want to do this now well uh, so apart from music what i listen to the most is podcasts mm. like every day i listen to probably more than one podcast like it could be three hours long it could be two hours long the next one could be two hours three hours as well like you know so i could be like at work i could be just out walking or just in the room just chilling like i'm always just listening to, to something do you get me so it was like it makes sense because i'm listening to this and I like it so much, why not try that? Yeah. And that's another thing of interest, if you're interested in, like, snooker, or inter- like I was with um, football as well, I'm thinking, like, how can I be involved in this? How can I get into this? Just with the football, I, I, I wasn't a great footballer, so I was like, I, I can I have a camera, maybe I can go and take pictures of football, just to be around football. Yeah. And I, and I got to do that, which was unbelievable as well. So it's just about how to navigate in them spaces and how to... Make get, it the best of Yeah, do you get me? So yeah. I was like, realistically, what do I need? So I have a computer from college, I had that. And then I was like, right, I just need a microphone. So lucky enough, Christmas came <laughs> and I got a microphone. So that made sense. And then, yeah, I just started making the account um, to get the podcast out. And with the with the whole, when I, when I actually made the podcast, I hadn't got the idea of the 10 songs to go with the mixtape yet. Um, I was just kind of thinking I was going to tell stories and try and kind of... I didn't know where it was going. I had no direction, kind of. So then the 10 songs gave me that direction and then it was just making me more hungry and, and more willing to make the podcast and put it out there. And then people like yourself um, that were have been doing it for the last two years or more, you know that way? Like, yeah. Um, you just kind of bit the bullet and went for it. Like, what... What would you say kind of made or made you start it as well? Or? Uh, actually, it, it it actually took inspiration from Joe Rogan. I mm. just I, I I started watching a lot of his podcasts, and to be honest with you, I'd watch podcasts that I would literally have no clue what they're talking about. Mm. Like I watched one, I watched one episode. It was with uh, Graham Hancock. I don't know if you've ever heard of yeah, him. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I was watching it, and I was listening. And when I was watching to it, like I was listening, and I was like. I kind of don't fully understand what you're talking about, but it's very interesting. Yeah. And, like, I see that, like, 
Joe gets guests on that like talk about like stuff that he has no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. But it's just interesting to have people on like that and to just hear them talk and hear their interests and what they do. Yeah. And the reason why I wanted to start up a podcast is just because like I want to hear them stories as well. I want to hear what people do and I want to because I like I know I have a completely uh, different out like outlook on life than you do. Like you, yeah, yeah. like we both do different things. We both go different roads. Like I. I like to do a lot of drama. You like to do a lot of music, and uh, I I like to hear that because like yeah. I'm I'm I don't I can't I don't make music. I can't sing. I can't rap. So it's good to hear from someone who can do that, who can do all that, and who has done it as well mm. and multiple times. And that's that's a reason why I started up a podcast is because I like to have people who have different passions, different ideas, and also just just have friends on as well and just you know have to mess around like, but. That was one of the main reasons why I wanted to start a podcast was just just because I wanted to hear stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when you you were talking about you had you 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 fell into a lot of other interests, which is good because I when you when I heard that I was like I kind of felt the same because mm. like there's other other interests that I fell into as well. And then but it would always lead back to one thing for me it was acting. Yeah. But photography and I I've seen your pictures as well. When you go to Pats games, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. seen them and they look sick. And with that, would would you just go or how how did you get how did you get involved in that? How did so there's um there's an Irish uh, football media outlet called Irish Football Fan TV. Mm -hmm. They cover a lot of um, interviews with players and cover cover all the games in League of Ireland and then the Irish team as well and then Irish players that are playing abroad and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just they were they were looking for volunteers, photographers to go to the games during lockdown. And to me, I was thinking, there's no fans, there's no noise. So, like, because with me, when I'm thinking Pat's bows, I'm thinking, like, Pyro, you know, like, yeah. flares, a lot of chanting. I was like, it's going to be mad, like. But then I was like, you get to hear the players, you get to hear the manager shouting, you get to hear the, the ball being, like, Kick. kicked across the pitch. And all that way, with them sounds and the feel of it was... Um, I was just thinking of all that and I was eventually got to go and uh, Pats is the local team around here so I was like it makes sense for me to go to more Pats games so I tried to go to as many Pats games as I could. I also went to Bohemians, uh, UCD a few games, Bray, Shells, um, got to go to the Aviva once actually Bows are playing in one of the Europa qualifying rounds I think it was. And uh, that was class, the atmosphere. I just love the atmosphere of it. And also trying to get the Irish League kind of more of a, more attention on it. I know it's, some people say the skill isn't up there, the, the football, like, you know, isn't as good as the Premier League and stuff like that. But that's just due to funding and due to kind of, um, we grow up supporting English teams. So everyone, all the players want to play for that loved club from when they were a kid and stuff yeah. like that so they want to travel to England to try and make it over there and some people see coming back to Ireland as a, as a failure and stuff but I think if playing football is your passion and you're getting to play football Continue. then you're winning you know what I mean so if you don't count the money aspect of it, I suppose like coming back to the Irish League um, where you probably won't be earning as much money obviously not as much money as the Premier League or even the Championship yeah. but you're in your own kind of uh, home grassroots around your local area playing what you love playing in front of people that know you as well that could be a big thing yeah. obviously not great when you don't play well or don't score you know that yeah. way but I think yeah the Irish League offers a great chance chance to young players to get their names out there and then obviously the ones that go over to England and, and make it like the likes of Evan Ferguson yeah. uh, who played for uh, Bowes he was at Bowes yeah I took, took a minute there he actually played against Chelsea 
uh, four years ago in a friendly, a pre-season friendly. And now he's on for Brighton playing against Liverpool the other night and stuff. He's at the bang in about three goals this season. <laughs> so so he's, look, look where he's come. Exactly. So, you know, you make it, you don't make it. Once you try, I think that's the main thing. And and uh, as I was saying, getting into that space of being around football, it was I just looked at every opportunity I could to be there on the side taking photos, being around football. Because I deal with football is also another passion of mine. Like... Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to be around it. I wanted to feel it. I wanted to see it happen in front of me eyes. Really, that's good. And you also done other types of photography as well. You, uh, you, it was it was a good portion of it was football. Yeah. But you you like to take pictures of other stuff as well, like buildings and stuff like that. Because I seen one, and it looked really cool. I don't yeah. I, I don't know the, I don't I don't even recognize the building, but it looked really cool. And do you like how like how often would you like when when you did that? How often would you go out and just like take pictures um i think so i got me i was doing media in college from 2019 so then 2020 came lockdown kicked in uh and sorry to the listeners about going on about the pandemic again obviously everyone's absolutely sick of hearing that but anyway it was quiet on the streets i had a camera so i used to go out when there was nothing else to do like and go out and just with the camera and just take pictures of anything really buildings uh, seagulls um even people just kind of uh I remember like one time on O'Connor Bridge, it was during the height of lockdown, there was no one on the road, there was no buses, no cars or nothing. And all I seen was about a hundred delivery drivers parked up just uh, sitting wait, at the... waiting for deliveries, yeah, just sitting yeah. at the bridge. And I just thought that is mental, like just that image, like, you know, this really depicts of it depicts what's going on at this moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and then yeah, some of the pictures uh, I look back on and kind of uh, when you take a picture and you like the picture as well. You can remember what was going on around you when you were taking that picture, you know what I mean? Because you're observing, you're looking around, where's the best angle? What's the best kind of scene, the best composition for this picture? Yeah. So, yeah, I think pictures are a lot more than just a picture, if you if you do like the picture. So then that's what also drives photography, is looking for that moment to capture, to look back on and, and have a good, fond memory of it. So, yeah, I think that's what kind of sparked the passion. That's cool, yeah. And you went out a lot during lockdown, and that like must have felt a bit mad because like usually people who do when when people are doing when I, the pictures I've seen before this happened like if there was in town there'd be people walking around streets shopping bags and stuff like that. But you going out and all you're seeing is just delivery yeah. drivers and then everything else is silent because yeah. like you would have never thought of that like in O'Connell Street like it's always no. bleeding packed. Yeah, it's mad like and then. If you look at it now, I think like it's at them probably doubling or tripling in population of people that are on the street on a daily basis kind of thing. Yeah. I think town in general is just so uh, saturated now. Like I kind of, I'd be thinking like the thoughts, I live in town, so even the thoughts of going over to Jervis, like only cross the bridge to get to Jervis or else walk up the road to Grafton Street. Yeah. But it's like, it's just so packed. Yeah, I was if, in there today. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And if you're not really a people person, like, you know, it's kind of, uh, it can be a bit overwhelming. Like, even if you're not, even if you don't have a problem with people or you don't have a problem with being in crowds or anything like that. Yeah. But it can be overwhelming with the amount of people that are around. You're just going, you're just, I'd be thinking to myself, like, it's mad that all these people have their own brain and they're all gone somewhere and they're all, they all have a motive and you're just like, it just blows me mind sometimes thinking, like, like you kind of step out of your body, you kind of have an out of body experience for a second because you're like, Jesus, I'm just one of these people. Like, yeah, I, I, I often think the same thing. Like, even if I'm on the bus on the way to college, I do be looking at people like, 
they have their own story. They have their own thing. Like, yeah. it's like everyone is out here living yeah. their life, trying to thrive and just make yeah. make the living. Like, and it's just sitting there thinking, like, that. Like, I think personally, I think like everyone has their own set of problems and their own story yeah. that they want to tell. Yeah. And it's it, but when you're in that moment and that feeling where you you're in that situation currently, where you are feeling a feeling that you don't want to feel, you feel like you're all alone, and you feel like. Nobody probably feels like this ever. Yeah. But you you could be walking home with that emotion and you could have walked past 10 other people who are feeling the exact same thing or a similar situation would have happened to them. But yeah. it's just how people hide it, like, really. And we all think... I think if I'm ever... If, if I'm ever bored or they ever have an, like kind of, if I'm in a situation where I kind of don't know how to act or don't know what to do, you know, little things like even just being in a lift yeah. or waiting at a bus stop or in line at the shop, it's like you're on pause for a second because you're waiting on something to happen. You're waiting on the door to open. You're waiting for the bus to come. You're waiting to be served by the shopkeeper. Yeah. So what do you do? You pull out your phone kind of thing and you kind of just passively scroll, scroll. looking at nothing. And then before you know it, it's your turn to get served, to get the bus or whatever. And then it's like, I don't know, just, I'm, sometimes I try and just not, I try and fight the urge to not go on my phone because I don't really gain that much unless I, like, Instagram is great and all and, and social media is great for interacting and keeping up with friends and stuff. But if you're a creative person, it's it's used mainly as a promotional tool and, and to get your stuff out there because it's like the biggest way to get your name out there kind of thing. It's not like, years ago where you had to kind of if you're say a comedian even though comedians do still have to go through the circuit of being doing stand-up shows at small venues then big venues yeah but now you can just make a tiktok and just go on it and put videos out and if they blow they unbelievable go. you know what i mean yeah. like so i don't know we're all we're all like on pause in certain moments yeah yeah, yeah i get that yeah and when you were talking about trying to sell social media i have this one rule that i follow constantly True, it doesn't matter what, what day it is, Saturday or Sunday, I do not go on my phone until 11 o'clock in the morning. So I would wake, I wake up at quarter to seven every morning for college. I do, I do be on the Lewis. All I do is listen to music and then other than that, my phone is locked. Yeah. But I do be looking at people and I'm like, I just, I don't know how I could, like you're just consuming so much content that's nothing. Like it's yeah, just like, yeah. like I, just, I just feel like that, even small detox from social media in the mornings is just so good for you. Yeah. Because you're not waking up instantly and you're just like this at the side of the bed with your phone. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I just think that it's just, I just think that little bit will, it, it, and it, for me, it, it makes me do more in the house or, or if I'm out or something like that. Like, if I don't go on my phone during the weekends for three hours even, like that morning, I, I get up, make me bed. Like, and like, I, it just it takes away the distractions of them little things that you can do to make yeah. your life that little bit better. So that's what I always do when it comes to social media. So I mean, it's good to it, it, yeah. I don't get it is good to be on it and to talk to friends and stuff like that. And especially mm. for from a creative point of view, it's good to promote your stuff, promote your podcast, music, whatever yeah. you're into. Yeah. And like what you said with TikTok, like the algorithm for TikTok is so ridiculous. Like you could you could post a video of you literally saying hello. For two seconds, and they think I get about six million likes. It's yeah. just a bit crazy how, yeah. like, the the way, the, I'd say the way social media has changed. Even mm. yeah, so it is. It's crazy. And do you use TikTok much? Yeah. So 
I, I'm not a person who uses it very much. I try my best to stay away from that app because I know how addicting it can be. TikTok is bad, yeah. It is a well, bad app. Well, it's great, but it's not great. Like, it's great for entertainment, but it's not great for self... Improvement. Improvement or, or kind of... Because the, the kind of... The course of comparison is there on TikTok. It's there on exactly. Instagram. You know, you're comparing your life to these people that are like millionaires or whatever and you're just that's not you like um as you said everyone's going through their own stuff um so i think it's very easy to say like somebody that's grown up with wealth and all uh, should have an easier life than somebody that's poor yeah obviously growing up they wouldn't have suffered maybe a lot of trauma um in terms of poverty or in terms of um drug use in front of your eyes or stuff like that but they will have gone through trauma on a level that's not measured to you because everyone is different. Even if you grew up in the same household as your siblings, your trauma will be different because... Now, I don't know whether I fully agree with this, but this statement was thrown out there that every kid has different parents because they're treated different by their parents. So that, like, say you have a, an older sibling um, that was, like, the firstborn, they might have been treated a bit more kind of... Uh, attentively, you know, for being the firstborn, it's like a new kind of bloom in the world, you know that way? Like a, a new, kind of, whole new yeah, life. Yeah, it's a whole life change. But then say the third, the second, third, fourth, fifth kid might have different, a different kind of uh, dynamic with yeah. their parents, you know that way? And it doesn't, it's not necessarily a bad thing, it's just some, some people communicate differently with others because some people have different needs and different wants growing up and stuff like that. So, I don't know, I forget where I was going with that. But just the whole thing of, of comparing as well and, and and on TikTok, like, I do go on it in the mornings. That's not a great thing. Um, but while I'm on it, I am aware, like, I am myself. I'm not them. You know, I get me laugh from it and then try and move on, try and move on to getting up and getting dressed or whatever. But another thing I'll tell you that I, I do kind of, I don't know whether I suffer from it or it's a bad thing yet, but I'm going through the process of it which is noise in my ears at all times. Sometimes, I don't know whether I find it hard to sit in silence, but I don't sit in silence a lot. I don't really listen a lot. I kind of just, right now anyway. There was a point where I wouldn't have been like that like all the time, constantly, but now my ear pods are in like nearly the whole day. Um, when I wake up, uh, I, I when I walk out the door, my ear pods are in straight away. And then like, even, like in the kitchen or something, or even just anything I'm doing, I'm, I'm have something going in the background to kind of have that company there, maybe, or kind of not, so I'm not in my own head. But then we're getting this distraction, so you're kind of you're making a bowl of noodles, making an omelette or something, but you're listening to something on the yeah. side. So you're not fully concentrating on actually cooking or actually being there while you're doing that. Yeah. So I think that's where the distraction lies, and I think it's how to, how to balance that and how to kind of find a way of making it work almost where you're not uh, kind of killing yourself or killing yourself. And... Exactly, yeah. And <coughs> just as you were on that, actually, today, because I said I was in town today, I, I, I was on the way back. I was actually at Smithfield. I was at the back of Smithfield. I was uh, walking back through. Do you know the flats? It's like uh, near Four Courts. There's flats. 
Oh yeah, Greek Street. Greek yeah, street, I was yeah. walking back up through the back way of uh, Smithfield there, and my AirPods died. Oh. And I was like, oh fuck, my AirPods are dead. And I, I love having me music going into town and going back because yeah. I have my AirPods in constantly, like yeah. constantly, constantly. Unless I'm in the house, sometimes I don't have them on in the house. But if I, I can't, I don't leave. I, I, I don't leave my house without my AirPods in my ears. Yeah. So, basically, when they died, I realized, and I was thinking to myself, I was like. It's so silent, like, I don't hear anyone talking or anything like that. And I was thinking, like, maybe it's the time of day or maybe it's just because I'm not in town. But I was at, I was walking across the, the coffee shop that's in Smithfield. I don't know the name of it. I think it's, it's Costa, Costa Starbucks. Costa or something, Starbucks. yeah, yeah. I was, I was just walking there and I was like, it's so silent. But when I have my earpods in, I feel like there's just so much noise around me. Yeah. But then when I don't have them in, I'm like, there's really not that much noise the world's Go a different on. place. Exactly. That's the way I felt. I was like, yeah. Like with my AirPods in, it's like I I hear stuff from a different like perspective, and then when I take them out, or else they go dead, like they did in that instant. Um, I was just like, shit. Like people are just doing the wrong things out here. Like people are not talking to anyone. They're just getting the Lewis, yeah. and, and and all I would hear is that noise from the leap to car thing. Yeah, yeah. All I hear the ding. Yeah. Like, and then I, I I don't hear anyone talking, and I'm yeah. just like, Jesus Christ! Like there's really like. I, I, like my earpods like really build that thing up where there's like there's so much noise yeah. around me but really there's not like it's almost like walking out of your house and your phone's not in your pocket you exactly. kind of have a mini heart attack you're like oh like what am i gonna do i have to face every single you know yeah. every single um grain of of oxygen that hits me face you know what i mean i have to really feel what's going on and i'm gonna feel every kind of bit of uh walking and talking and hurting people and, and just life going boy but with the AirPods, yeah, that, that my mind dead as well. Uh, the other day when I was in work and I was I was kind of raging, like, but then it, you just get over it. Then you know yeah. you just realise you can't uh, do on the Yeah, like. yeah, like, well, what would what would like what would me and Anya Grandar have done? They didn't have AirPods, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. would have just got on with it and just heard whatever was happening around them. Like it's like that. Um, I actually I was watching a music video the other day and uh, it was kind of it was kind of funny looking the music video like it was it fit the song it wasn't like our place with the song but I was like imagine this on silent so I muted the telly and just watched the video and I never laughed so much because <laughs> it looked like a silent like film 2020 2023 modern kind of what the world is like kind of thing but like silent yeah so it was like I was trying to I was trying to like interpret the music video without the song yeah, it's mad. To, if it's mad trying to explain it, but if you do it, um, and you see a music video that's mad colors and graphic and all, like I can't think of a song right now. But if you see something, just watch it on mute, and that's basically what we're doing with AirPods. What we're adding an atmosphere to our world. So imagine, imagine even a movie. Imagine a movie. Imagine that scene in the Titanic where Rose is at the front of the ship and Jack's behind her holding her hips. She has her hands out. She's flying like a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that with no music. It'd just, just be, be like, waves. It'd sound like, it'd sound like probably hell, you know, waves crashing against the boat and, you know, uh, seagulls and all the, whatever, flying boy, and it, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. So that's what we're doing when we're using music to, uh, to create atmosphere yeah, in create everyday atmosphere, life. Yeah, atmosphere, exactly. So I, I do, that's why I think, like, I, when I hear people say, like, obviously everyone has their own, their own put take on it and where people are like, I don't really listen to music. I listen to it every now and then. But for me, it's like music is an everyday thing. Like for me, I I I I need music. Like I like I listen to it every day. So and I listen to all different types of music. Like I I, I would go from listening to indie to reggae, then to a little bit of hip hop. Like yeah. it, like I don't stick to one particular genre. So when people say to me, "Oh, what music do you listen to?" I'm like, eh. 
not really. And I, I know I sound like the cliche answer where I'm like, I don't really. I listen to everything because everyone says that. I just listen to everything. But genuinely, I do. Like, I just yeah. listen to everything because music to me is such a big part of my life. Like, yeah. I just can't go a day without it. But, like, I mean, music is obviously a big part in your life. You make yeah, music. Yeah. Like, so, and with you, do you listen to a lot of hip hop or do you just listen to, like, anything? I, I'm a. Uh... I'm, I've been told I'm a bit of a hype beast, so whatever's popular, you know, I'm kind of on that, you know, like, that, yeah. like Central Sea, and I listen to that kind of thing as well, but I also have, like, you know, little um, hidden country playlists in the back pocket, and I have, like, a few, like, I, I can't even explain to you, like, just, I don't uh, have playlists, I just like the songs. That's what I do, I don't, I don't, I don't make playlists Yeah, either. exactly, so if I'm in the shower and it's on shuffle... That's, like, my music is always on shuffle. I don't know what's going to happen next, you know, yeah. I could go from... Ed Sheeran, then I could go to Tupac, then I could go to like a country band that had a song out in the seventies or something, you know that way, and then I could go to like uh, I don't know, like Whitney Houston or something, or you know, like have some of them hits as well saved in the playlist or not the playlist, the liked folder. Um, it's just easier as well because I'm like yeah. I'm not gonna like, searching through different yeah, playlists. Yeah, lazy, but come here, it's yeah. it's easy accessible, so. And yeah, I think just, I, I think that's good actually because when you have your your songs on shuffle, it's always like you don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Like I, I could be listening to a song from the seventies and then I, I, like as soon as the song's over, it goes straight to folk music and I'm listening to the Dubliners. Like yeah, exactly. You have a lot of ballads and stuff. Yeah, like Sinead O'Connor and stuff. Yeah, Christy, yeah, Aslan and all. So, um, yeah, I think. I think it's kind of grown. People are grown with uh, interest with with music these days. I think pe- a lot of people do have a broad interest in music because there's so much of it out there now. It's so easily accessible. accessible. Like, I was listening to something a few weeks ago. I forget. I forget exactly what it was. But the person was talking about um, if there was a band out, say, if there was a band out uh, on on the telly, say they had a hit on MTV, like you know whether it would have been a rock band or something. But the album wasn't in HMV. I wasn't in. I don't know what I did. Extra Vision never sell albums. I know no. you could rent movies, but and I don't you know. Can rent, you can buy games. Yeah. Extra Vision, but I don't but think they done music. Anywhere that sold records. Like okay, even now, Golden Disc sells. Like yeah. I, vinyls are actually pretty in. Like I have a lot of vinyls. Like I collect. I, yeah. I went through a whole vinyl phase where I have about twenty vinyls of all different ballads. Like of, like I, I range from fucking rap to. Um, I remember even the the first two records that I got was actually Bob Marley, Kaya, and then I got Juice World's uh, Good Boy and Good Riddance. They were the two records I first bought. Yeah. But then they went on to pop music. I even started like I listen. I listened to Harry Styles and all like that. Yeah, like, same. Yeah. My music is my, my music is just so broad. Like, but, yeah. Yeah, like we, what you were saying with uh, records, like people, like records is like people listen to a lot. Of, like, cause I I think this is the way it is with music. I think. Spotify is like they give you like kind of like the worst audio of it and then as you buy CDs I think it's a bit better audio and right. then when you buy vinyls I think they give you the best audio I think that's yeah. why vinyls are so much dearer No, but... vinyls are meant to be much more clear now I've never had yeah. a vinyl player or bought vinyls but I've heard that the the music feedback or the sound feedback is, is like the, the best It's so much different than a phone That's yeah. why people have gone back to vinyl because obviously it's probably better than Spotify and, and stuff but I was saying there that if your favourite if your favourite band did have their uh, their CDs around in the shops in Ireland and you couldn't buy them then it was like impossible to to listen then do you get me yeah. but now it's as I was saying it's so easily accessible it's all over your phone your so. phone yeah because uh, like there's, there's tons of music like that where you're like 
like he, there's one song like he, like I was listening to this song uh, called Black and Gold, but it's the Sam Sparrow. Uh, but it's the only song that he like for me like like and for most people like it's like he had a one hit wonder where. Yeah. Because, like, now he doesn't even make fucking music, really, like... Because no. I, I clicked into a Spotify account, and he's, like... He's nothing else, like, he's... Oh. But it, it, that's kind of, like, with some artists, like, they make that one hit. Yeah. And then, or, or even if they continue music, it's just, like, that one hit was just all they had, and then everything else is just falling, like, flat on its face, like... That's it, like... Like, but... Especially Christmas, uh, Christmas songs, like... Yeah. Uh, Mariah and, like, Justin Bieber and all have Christmas songs. They're, they're getting played every single year. Yeah. They're going to end the royalties off that far the rest of that life. Yeah. So, but actually, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, If you don't mind. Yeah, go for it, no problem. Um, obviously, I know you, like, grown up, but we were never, like, as as close or spoke on this kind of level as we are now, do you get me? Like, being a bit older, we're a bit more mature and stuff like that. But um, I feel like when I was always out and about, I'd always, like, uh, I'd always see you kind of walking, but you'd always look like you're in your own kind of world, listening to your AirPods. But I used to always just wonder, like, I just used to wonder where is he going? And now it's somebody so like, why do you care or what's no, going on? But I just feel like you always caught me eye when you are just walking somewhere. Like it wouldn't ha- it wouldn't be like face to face. Like I wouldn't see it. It'd be like you'd across be across the, the road or something where you'd be like, yeah. your back is to me. You're going that way. I'm going. It's a separate way. Yeah. But I used to just wonder like, where would you be going? So like, was I, that a thing or like what? I, I, that was and it still kind of is. Uh, daily occurrence where I go on a walk a lot. I just yeah. walked a lot, like a lot. Like even Stephen actually would say to me, he would, he would, he'd, uh, he'd see me a lot in Cork Street yeah. and he'd be beeping at me. Right. But I'd be just so in my own world of listening to music and my earphones in, I wouldn't even notice. Like I've had times where people are walking right in front of me and they'd have to do this. Yeah, yeah. And I just wouldn't even notice. And you I'm do just, be, you did look you, like you're in your own I, little, I do, I'd just yeah. be in my own world listening to music. Like, and I just like, I don't, it's just for me, it's just something that, it makes me feel good. Like it gives me that like rush of just feeling nice. Like cause yeah. like, just I just love going on walks and listening to music. Cause I don't really leave my house without music. But it's just that going out on a walk and just putting the music on and just like thinking. Cause yeah. I know it's not very good to always keep thinking, but I think it's all right to think every now and then to have yeah. a nice think. So that's what it does for me. Like and when I'm doing that and I'm listening to music and in my own world, I'm just like. I just don't see anything else. I'm just in that one world yeah. where, like, even if I'm on the bus, I love listening to music, like, on the bus or in a car. Because, mm. like, and if, like, I think about something that, like, I, if I'm thinking about, like, five minutes prior to being on that, like, five minutes of being on the bus and then prior, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even remember how, like, I don't even remember passing anywhere to get here. I'm just all, I automatically feel like I'm here because I don't remember the whole journey of getting to this spot. You're in, I'm like, just, a flow kind yeah, of. Yeah, I'm in my home, my own world and just don't be thinking, like, so... Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do. I do remember them times where I remember even I was in school and people used to people used to say to me and slag me the way they always go. They always used to go, "You go on walks," and like I used to get so offended by I know, it because I was like, younger. But yeah, like now that I think about it, I'm like, I bet you you've went on a walk or two. Like, how did you get the skill, mate? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you walked walk yeah, the yeah, skill. Yeah, yeah. Like. That's what you have come back. You walked the skill. <laughs> what are you talking about? But um. Yeah, bro, I think, yeah, just a few things you said there I'm going to think about, especially not going on the phone till about 11 o'clock and all, so obviously alarm's going off. Yeah, that's, that, that's one thing, but, yeah. Yeah, I think we took, so I'll take, I'll take, definitely take some stuff from what you were saying, and I think you, you have a good, clear kind of mind and, and a good sense of what direction you want to go, and hopefully with the acting and stuff, uh, 
it, it pays off and, and you keep so. keep working and I'm working hard to try and know. get an agent at the minute so yeah, yeah. so I hope you wish you all the best with that man you too with music man and yeah. with anything else that you're interested in because we both seem to have a lot of interest in different things 100% bro so yeah um this has been good. I that was really, good, yeah. We I couldn't really even talk this. for hours, you know. We'll definitely do a part two, I think. I'd love to. I'd love to, man. Yeah. Uh, and I know this came out of, like... Just on the spot. On the spot, but I fucking loved it. I did. Yeah, yeah, it was. But, yeah, and I'm going to leave uh, Dara's podcast in the description. If I can leave a link, I will. Because nice I, I don't know if it's pasteable, but I will leave that. And if I can leave... If I can leave paste, I'll drop your Spotify down there, too. Yeah, thanks, but bro. I appreciate that. I'll even leave his artist's name down there as well, so you can go check him out. Uh, you're on... Are you on uh, uh, iTunes as well? Yeah, yeah, all over. Yeah. All, all platforms. So Spotify, iTunes, everything. And, Hopefully. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can get them uh, under wraps on uh, Spotify as well. So, yeah, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Dara, thanks for being on, man. I no appreciate worries, it. Bro, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everybody. Peace. See you. That was class.